right, folks. Well, you know, you're in for a treat when you hear that tune because it's time for another episode of the Rec Poker Podcast. I couldn't be happier to be here. My name is Jim Reed. I'm Blusterini in the home game, and uh, I've got the best job in the world. I just get to hang out here every week and talk to uh, fantastic folks in the world of poker, me and all my friends. Uh, so I got to thank our sponsors, Running Aces, Hotel, Racetrack and Casino, and a website amp for letting us do all this every week. And I got to thank some of our premium members on whom we really rely. Folks like Stephen Leahy, who's been a premium member for a long time, and folks like uh, Ben Gears, who I was just talking to the other day, who's been pledging his 15 bucks a month for months and months and months. He's one of the OGs over here at Rec Poker. And I'm looking forward to catching up with him at Running Aces for our Rec Poker weekend on June 24th and 25th. Uh, so, Ben, I hope you can make it out for that. I know it's on your list. And Steve, maybe you can make it out for that one, too. It would be great to uh, connect in person. Because connecting in person is kind of what we do over here at the Rec Poker Podcast. If you want to find out about the Wrecking Crew or me, you can go to rec.poker slash crew and read all about them, but you can also just listen up because you're about to meet some of them here tonight. Uh, well, I'm Chris Jones. You can find me 5B5 on Twitter or 5x5 on the Poker Stars home game. And I'm John Somsky. I am Poker Geek MN everywhere. I'm Rob Washam, and I'm Radman50 just about everywhere. And we've got some fun things to uh, tease uh, for later in the episode. There's a free prize you can win tomorrow. There's uh, some fun prizes coming up. Uh, but the biggest prize... You're all about to win right now because we get to sit down with Ian. We've been talking about this for a long time. Ian Simpson, the one and only. Uh, we're finally making it happen. Ian, thank you so much for coming on the Rec Poker Podcast. Pleasure to be here. Hello, everyone. How are we all doing? <laughs> well, we're all on the tip of our seats. We've even got uh, some uh, folks in the chat here in YouTube. And if you're listening to this on audio, come watch YouTube uh, for free live every week. And you can enter your questions for our guests like uh, Dark Angel 7091 and uh, Martha. And I think we got a couple other folks in there. So, uh, yeah, thanks for saying thanks for coming by and saying hello. So, Ian, you're calling in from home. I can tell just from looking at you, you're a fan of cats and poker. How am I doing? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't uh, hire you as a detective. I mean, <laughs> you know, not, you know, not, not, not the most, you know, soul reading abilities there. Yeah, that's true. You know? Good point. Well, I, this is the rec poker podcast. So oh, I've yeah. got, I've got room to build. Maybe that's one of the things you could help me with. We're, we're, we are going to talk a bit about, uh, about some poker strategy and sort of your ascent as a player. Um, but first, so f some of our folks that might not know you as well, uh, coming from over on this side of the pond here, uh, talk a little bit about, um, sort of your, your growth as a player. You used to be with Unibet. Now you're with 888, mm. uh, just at a high level, sort of what's going on with you and, and what are you enjoying about uh, poker life and poker right now life and poker right now um well i started in 2011 was my first score um signed with the unibet five years ago mm -hmm. and about a month ago onto <laughs> a new deal so it's brand new <laughs> brand new deal with that 888 poker um and things are going great so far obviously it's very early mm. but uh yeah having a blast they've invited me to two of their events so far uh, we went to 88 live in london at the vic casino and we've been to uh 88 live in barcelona oh so, man that's yeah. great it's such a great city barcelona so you're, you're uh. really you're really living the dream so back in back in 2011 uh -huh. um, you had your first big score mm -hmm. what what did that did that feel like a pivot point in your life? And huge, like, did huge pivot point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, t so, talk to us a little bit about sort of like leading up to that. What what changed? And because um, I think a lot of our a lot of our listeners are kind of um, interested in the journey of how you go yeah. from being a serious, thoughtful recreational player to uh -huh. that pivot point where now you're in the game. So, like, what what uh, was that like? Well, I was one of the lucky few who. Um, Got a big score out of nowhere. I was a teacher, uh, played poker recreationally, and uh, the only poker event that really lined up with the teaching holidays was the Irish Open, the Irish Poker Open. Um, and the company running that had a last longer promotion. Uh, and they said, whoever lasts the longest out of everyone who qualifies online gets a hundred grand sponsorship. Mm -hmm. And this recreational, this recreational player from a little town called Cramlington 
went and went on a little bit of a sun run and got fourth, <laughs> uh, which was the longest lasting online qualifier. And they said, here, here's a hundred grand sponsors of package, but 50 grand of it has to be spent on tournaments, mm. live tournaments. Mm-hmm. And I was a teacher and I would loved my teaching job and was like, what the, can I swear? What you the can heck swear, do yes. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what, the, what the heck do I do now? <laughs> uh, so I said to myself, I'll, I'll take a year away from teaching use this 50 grand to invest in the live events as best I can and then reassess. Uh, and that's what I did. And after a year, it was going, okay, the 50 grand had turned into 35 grand. <laughs> yes. So I, so I cashed some stuff. It was, I was having a great time traveling and, you know, seeing all these places. Like I paid EPT London. I went to the PCA. I went to some of the smaller stuff in some sort of out of the way places. Like I went to Latvia just because, why the heck not get to the go to the Baltics and you know see a bit of the world that I had, had no reason to go to previously? Sure. Um, but then after a year, I had one buy and left, and it was the Irish Open again, and I went and won the damn thing. Oh so, my god! Yeah, little bit, little bit of run good. Even <laughs> polite for you says Dark Angel. I'm, trying, I'm yeah. on my best behavior, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so um, that was 2012 when I won the thing, um, and uh, yeah. I haven't looked back since and then I no. said I've, I've been streaming for five years now and I'm about to start a new streaming venture with edit a poker hence the hat yeah and uh yeah like I say very excited to get started with them so that's that's a very cool um you I mean I think a, teaching teachers make good poker players I've always said this because your communication is important you know discipline yeah. learning is important uh yeah. seeing how other people's minds work you know there's a lot of a lot of corollary there um, Absolutely, and and so you you studied, you applied yourself, you uh, got this great promotion, and then you took advantage of it, right? And then uh, so that that first year when you had this promotion and you're going around traveling and playing, yeah. what were you doing to like make yourself the best player that you could be in that, that time? Be. Well, at the time, Twitch didn't exist then. Mm-hmm. Twitch mm-hmm. is a great learning resource now. Um, at the time, it was like articles in like Card Player magazine to get your study material. You know, it was yeah. magazines at, at the at the casinos. You'd pick it up and watch it. You'd watch TV shows and and get commentary from like you know the old legends like like Mike Sexton and stuff like that. You know, um, there wasn't these PO solvers. There weren't these absolute wizards on YouTube giving you free content. You would have conversations at the bar after you know, setting fire to a bunch of money and be like, oh, I, this is how I set fire to my money. How did you set fire to your money? Should we, com- should we compare notes? Oh, we, we both messed up, did we? Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's try better next time. So yeah, steep learning curve and this, the, the, sort of the secrets of the pros really were more secretive mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you get to know people, as you got to know better people, having a beer with them at the bar, you learn things and pick up little tidbits about, you know, this hand's good, this hand's bad, little things like that. Yeah. Um, and then people sort of realize you could make money making content through poker. Like, I mean, you guys are making fantastic content. Thanks, and people man. on Twitch and people on YouTube and people on all these platforms are making content. And a lot of that content is, tell me how to play this game. You right. Know? Yeah. And so, so nowadays the information's there. You can just double click on YouTube and find all sorts of stuff. And it's interactive. Like the, the, the lovely boys and girls in chat right now can ask us absolutely anything. And you guys are thousands of miles away and I'm thousands of miles away from you. And I have no idea where all these people are, but they're thousands of miles away too. And we're talking in real time. Yeah, it's amazing. It truly it's is. It's a bit magic, right? It, it really magic. is. Magic's the right word. None yeah. of us can really explain how it works either. No, <laughs> not a clue. Not a clue. <laughs> well, and, uh, it does. and we do have some fun folks in the chat here. I can tell. Uh, so, so I want to thank uh, Woody and Ben and Dark Angel and uh, Joe and Jim and Martha in there. Um, and yeah, please do type any chats you like. I can tell we got a couple of your regular fans in here, Ian. Uh, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> no surprise there. No surprise there. Well, thanks, thanks for visiting with us. Um, so I guess one question then, you're in that phase, you're taking it seriously. Now you've made this leap. Um, mm. Can you remember one or two kind of aha moments 
where you were learning yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, cause I think a lot of our, a lot of our listeners, we're, we're, we're serious players just that we have other yeah, yeah. full-time jobs. We only have so much time sure, to put into yeah. it. So like, what are a couple of those moments where you're just like, Oh my God, this changes completely how I think about the game of poker. Wow. Um, one, one, one that springs to mind because I'm looking at my bookshelf and I can actually see the book and it's called Poker's 1%. Mm. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, this book came out before there was any serious solvers like Peel Solver and, and, and you know these magical tools that analyze the hands. <laughs> and Ed Miller, the author of this book, wrote it all down on paper on how to construct your ranges. Mm. It was magnificent and I had to read it three times at least because I got such a headache reading the damn thing because it's not an easy read and that's what you want if you want to learn how to play cards. Yes. And it was literally pen and paper. Okay, on the button, I'm raising 50% of the hands. Here's all the hands, all, all, all of them. The big blind calls. Okay, he's calling with 80% of hands. Here's all the hands. This is the flop. We want to. They check. We want to bet this many times, 80% of the time. We want to check 20% of the time manually writing down every hand that does all that and then and he shows you how to do it step by step and then and i was like wow that's how to analyze a poker hand and this is and I, I probably have a pad of paper somewhere where it's just spools and spools of me scribbling manically yes. trying to what do i do with aces maybe if i have the ace of clubs i'll check and if i have the ace of hearts i'll bet and i'll do this and i'll do that uh, and then all this came out that yeah. book is marvelous even though Obviously, it, it, the book might be seven or eight years old now. I would still highly recommend it as a read because it's the fundamentals of how ranges are constructed mm. rather than just, okay, the computer has done it for me. There's, there's a big difference in the learning there. For those of you who are keen on learning how to play the game, you can you know, get the answer from the back of the maths textbook. Gareth James uh, told me that one. You can get the answer from the back of the maths textbook. You don't <laughs> learn anything from that, you know? Right. And, and that is a real, that's a real trade-off, right? Because um, going through and crunching the numbers yourself, you get to kind of connect with the fundamentals of the problem yeah. very yeah, viscerally, sure. but it takes a lot longer and it's sort of the, the <laughs> just a little, right? And, and the opportunity cost is all the other spots that you could look at or something more quickly with a solver or something like that. So that's how, indeed very true. how do you sort of, uh, how do you, dissolve that tension between the two like uh do you just start by doing it fundamentally so that you kind of master the tools and then go and look at all these spots mm. for the solver or how, like how would you advise mm. folks well i actually watch other people use the solvers mm. i don't actually run them myself mm -hmm. um Gar gareth james is actually my coach um he's great we love he's a big part of what we do he, here at rec poker yeah, yeah gareth yeah. gareth's fantastic he's phenomenal um yeah um so yeah i'll be scribbling notes down while Gareth's telling me what the solvers are doing and why they're doing it. And then you've got to, you've got to go one further and think about, okay, well, I'm in a $20 game. Are they playing to the same standard that the solver is? Should I make any adjustments? And I'll start scribbling notes down from that. So, Yeah, and that's one thing uh, I've heard from a lot of top players <coughs> saying that, mm. you know, they're really good at playing poker and other people mm. are really good at using solvers. And so you should be letting the people who are really good at using solvers tell us how to get the most out of the solvers and not try and do yeah. that all ourselves. You know, mm -hmm. uh, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. Chris, did yeah. you have something you want to jump in there? Well, I, just kind of extending, Ian. You know, talking about you've, you've already mentioned multiple ways of learning, and you've talked about yeah. <laughs> book learning. You've you said it's it's great to watch Twitch. Uh, mm -hmm. It's it's uh, good to learn from solvers. Good to learn from coaches. Uh, you've yeah. been a teacher yourself. What do you? What are your favorite ways or, or current ways where you challenge yourself mm. and continue to learn this game that sort of is infinitely complex? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's easy to get a little bit lazy on the learning front because my own personal situation um, was was it's going to be streaming four times a week coming up, and it was you know two months ago. I've had a bit of a hiatus, streaming four four days a week. Um, being a father and a husband and a friend and a son uh, the other three days a week and getting the balance and then trying to find study in there. Not easy. So studying, I don't do as much as I would like to. Um, but one thing that's good about Twitch is that I'm talking through all the decisions I'm making. 
So I'll be in the middle of a hand. I'll say, okay, I've got king queen here and I'm going to just call. I'm not going to three bet. I'm going to do that because of this. And often someone on Twitch will say something. And Twitch, my Twitch is, is fantastic. My Twitch is absolutely amazing because you do get some absolute, um, how do I describe them? Politely, <laughs> you get some you get some know-it-alls coming into chat, and they're like, "Oh, you should do this because of this because of," rah, and they're not polite. But my my community is just the nicest, nicest people, and there's some very good poker players in there, and they they know exactly how to like politely or comically tell me that I've not done something correctly. They they find they thread the line very very well, uh, and that's a great learning experience in itself. Because if I make a mistake, someone's there to talk to me about it. Someone's like free coaching, but I mean I'm doing the same. I'm saying I'm playing it this way because of this, so everyone benefits. So, yeah, yeah, and, and I think there is some of that um, accountability really helps us, mm. even if it's just like saving ourselves from making foolish errors. You know, yes. Um, do do you find that while you're talking through it? sort of having to explain it to someone else gives you a bit of a, a bit of a, I don't know. It's not really an edge, but it like helps you. It helps. Yeah, definitely. Because after the words leave your mouth, you hear them. And then about maybe a minute later, you think, ah, wait a minute. Is that quite right? Did I, did I approach that incorrectly? The, the past two months I haven't been on Twitch and I've been playing cards hmm. and I haven't been saying stuff out loud. Um, and there's definitely a difference. I'm not as analytical in it. You, you play a hand and you forget about it and you go on to the next hand because I've got multiple tables open and I don't know, you know, and you should right. go back to it. But, you know, like I say, it's hard to find time to go back to it being a dad and a husband and all this other stuff. So Yeah, good point. Yeah. So yeah. so what's it, what's it, what is it about streaming that uh, that you like so much? How did you get involved or how did you get started being a serious streamer? Um, let's start <clears> with that. Yeah, I mean, it was when Unibet contacted me at one of their live events. I was just um, having a drink in the bar, talking to some of the, the lovely staff, and they invited me to try it out, and I tried it out, and it was great. It was so much fun. Uh, it made the online grind so much different. Like, the past two months, I haven't been streaming, and I've been playing online, and I haven't really enjoyed it as much. <laughs> uh, so what I've turned to, I've, I've taken to doing what I'm sure everyone else is doing a lot of people are doing when they're playing cards is loading up someone else's, someone's stream, someone mm. you know, and being, hi, bit of company, let's chat while we're, we're on our, you know, on our money hunt here, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think I think that's a big part of what Twitch and YouTube and all this content's about. It's a, it's a bit of company, which the past few years has been in short supply. Yes. <laughs> so it's yes. been very, very important to have these um these these networks these little these little families these little communities to keep us sane uh so yeah that's when twitch started for me and we're about to start i'm about to start with 888 it'll i'll be going live as soon as um me and their uh their, their graphics wizard have finalized a few things on the overlay that's the that's the last sticking oh point. wow you're real close yeah 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 there's just a few little things to 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 gel together make sure this is pretty make sure this looks great <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be off and flying, and I won't be I won't be banging my fist on the desk like a like a entitled <laughs> pillock anymore. I'll be happy again when I'm playing cards. It'll be magic. It'll be magic. <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about being happy when you're playing cards because that's what we're all about here. No, because that is like that's the whole point, right? It's a game. Yes, it's supposed it's to be fun, isn't fun it? With. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, so what are what what are the fun things about poker for you now as a pro? You've you've seen it all. You've played a lot of hands, obviously. Uh, like, yeah. what is exciting and fun for you when it comes to the game of poker? Exciting fun for the game, like live poker, is so much better than online. Like, I love online when I'm streaming because I have that company. Mm. But online without the company, online with not streaming versus live poker, live poker all day, Mike. Gosh, is it amazing! I think being deprived of it for a couple of years made mm. it, made the contrast all the more significant. Mm -hmm. So when I finally got back to a to having a, two physical cards in my hands and real people next to me, it was just magic. Yeah, you know, you 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 you're sitting down with people from from Spain, from from England, from France, from Ireland, from this ethnicity, that ethnicity, this religion, this lack of religion. You're sitting down with eight people completely unique except they all have the love for poker and it's bringing them together and that's fucking magic it's amazing yes. it's, it's it's beautiful yes 
Yeah. I love it. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And you know, these people, they're, they've got all these other assets, uh, aspects of mm. their life, these other facets of yeah. their lives. But when you have this one thing in common already, I mean, it, it does make for a really fun social occasion when people are into that mood. I know that's not what everyone <laughs> puts yeah, out at the poker table, but. Uh, for sure. Like I, I, I've been guilty of it as well. If I, like, I'm human, I can kind of be a moody so-and-so. Uh, <laughs> if you catch me with headphones in, I'm in a bad mood. It's the right. only time I'll put headphones in because I use music as a as a resource to to fix that stupid bad mood. When I'm playing yep. this fantastic game with wonderful, unique people, and I find myself in a bad mood, it's ridiculous, but it happens. Music helps that. So if you ever nice. see me playing live cards and I have headphones in, just pat me on the shoulder and walk away, and I'll be yes. fine in five minutes. <laughs> yes, that's great. That, that that's good advice too, though, because I find like when I'm in a bad mood. Sometimes I can't help but even like spread it if people are try- interacting with me. Like yeah, the best thing yeah. I can do is just take a walk or put the headphones <laughs> on or something and just yeah, like remove yeah. myself because um, the best thing for me is just to sort of, like you said it, talk talk to me in five minutes and I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We, we call it like the toe stubbing. If You need to take as long as you would take <laughs> if you had stubbed your toe really oh, badly. Like and then just I like, like be as angry as you want to be for that two minutes or whatever and then just yeah. process it and move on, right? It's, it's normal <laughs> to be angry. You stubbed your toe. It's yes. normal. It's yes. human. <laughs> but, it, but it's temporary. It's temporary. Right. Yes. That's, yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, nice. I like to yeah, use that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so That's great. We, we got a couple of questions uh i love yeah. these folks in the chat this week this is great um rocket box uh woody knows how to set you up for an easy one here um, <laughs> ian when's your next twitch stream when is my next twitch stream i can't put a firm date because mm. uh, it's just it's just a, you know that that unknown element of just getting the 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 overlay finalized with the graphics guy that's the yes. last thing that has to be done but uh, coming soon you gotta soon. keep keep them hungry hoping, hoping sunday <laughs> Ooh, okay. that's a good day that for it. Be, uh, it is a good day for it, right? That would be a good comeback day. Yeah. They did have a series on as well, so all the better. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of couple of extra spicy tournaments on that Sunday. There you so go. That would be a good one, but I can't promise because I need the, right. the, the computer doing everything it needs to do. Oh well, luckily you've got the you know all the computer equipment that you could possibly need, right? From what I understand, even some recent <laughs> upgrades and everything's going well, yeah. really smoothly over there. Well, yes. Yeah, <laughs> But then there's, well, there's two computers in this room. One is completely <laughs> fried and broken. Uh, I, made, I made a lot of my 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 more intellectual friends facepalm pretty hard. I, I hot swapped a component, which is what mm. they called it. I was mm. I was trying to pl- plug in some new memory, and I plugged it in, and I had the casing off, and I had it all. I, I had it turned off when I plugged the thing in. And I turned the boot up the computer and I double clicked on the thing and it wasn't showing. I thought, oh, why isn't that showing? Maybe I'll take it out and put it in again. But I didn't power down the computer. So I took the component out and it just went. It did not like that. And my my wonderful machine, the bits (laughs) on the other side of the room just said, and I'm like, Tentatively pressing the power button, hoping. Oh yeah, I know that feeling. No chance. It's just dead. I mean, I'm just having a panic, like. Because I've just signed with 888. I've said to 888, I've signed on the dotted line. I'm going to stream four times a week for you as soon right. as I can. Yes. That's <laughs> the thing that I need to do that. Oh, such an. And this is on Scoop Weekend as well. So, like, oh, right. Big weekend for poker, too. This, yes. is, this is Friday just gone. Oh, my and I'm God. I'm like, I'm going to play. Well, Just you're a good you're a good sporty and you teed me up for that one. I couldn't let that <laughs> yeah, one yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually I'm just getting a new computer myself, so I should just oh, yeah. shut up and just sit back and let the let the karma do its thing. I don't want to get involved in this anymore. All right, Chris, I save me. <laughs> Well, I, I just want to kind of return, you know, Ian, you talked about uh, both your experience in, in 2011 and, and recently just that experience of being in the live poker world. Uh, when you had that opportunity, you wanted to go to like places that you, you know, Latvia, where you hadn't been before, as yeah, well as yeah, some yeah. places like, but I'm just curious over the years now, I know we have a, in rec poker, we have a, a whole community that's sort of dedicated to the idea of travel adventures, like trying to yeah, go play yeah. poker in a new spot and maybe bringing some from folks of the community or meeting up there. And I'm just curious, yeah. what are some of your favorite places to play? Favorite places to play? Ooh. With Latvia, it does have a special place in my heart just because it, I think it was the first flight I went on by myself. Mm. And it was the first time as an adult going out into the, to the big bad world and it was to a country that I didn't know anything about 
so that that's yeah, I can almost I can almost my 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 senses can feel Latvia when I talk about it. There's this there's an olfactory sensation there. So yeah, that's one of the what's one of the ones that uh, that stands out. The Win Poker Room in Vegas is the nicest poker room. Is it the nicest? It might be the nicest poker room. It's done nice. It's very, very cozy and comfortable. So the win is up there. Um, where else do I like? I've got a. I do like the Vic and the Irish Open, of course, because of all you know, because of all the reasons we talked about. The Irish Open special uh, used to be held in the, the Burlington Hotel. Uh, so that that's that's a you know a very special place for myself. So yeah, I think yep. those, yeah yeah. People talk about the Irish Open. Like it's yeah. this really special place. So I mean, that's that's it's becoming amazing. a bucket list item, I yeah. think, for a lot of us over here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. People just I, keep talking about how much fun it is. I can't recommend it highly enough. And I, and obviously for for you guys who are several thousand miles away, um, you know, it's a big trip to, mm-hmm. to get. You know, and, and you're talking, you're talking, you know, you want to make the most of it. So you'd have to. I would recommend sort of booking some time, not just for the poker. But once you're in Dublin, you you're just a stone's throw away from a whole bunch of amazing places in Europe mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. a good point. And really, the cost yeah. is just getting over there. And then once For you're sure. there, it's actually yeah. pretty cheap to travel around there too. Um, and that's really nice right. of you to offer to put us up at your own place. Well, you're like, yeah, no problem. That's just, <laughs> everyone said you were a very generous guy. This is beautiful. It's wonderful. I, I can't mean, wait. someone might have to sleep on the poker table. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> you're going to on a blanket. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's wonderful. Well, I guess, uh, so So when you are playing live, this is a question that everyone's mm. been asking me lately because WSOP is coming and some folks are going yeah, down to take their shot. So, yeah. Um, when you're obviously a very experienced player, when you're sitting down at the table and you get a sense that someone at the table is maybe not as experienced, uh, hmm. what are some of the mistakes that you're expecting them to make? And what are some of the ways that you, as a grizzled veteran, will try and exploit them and make their life more difficult at the table? Just tr- strategically. Obviously, you'll be yeah. very kind and respectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, typically kind of respectful, yeah. Um, but for making money... Yeah. Um, Recreational players, if I, if it's sort of as a, as a generalization, yes, they yes, don't, they don't play enough hands uh, on the button. Mm-hmm. They don't three bet enough bluff hands, and they don't defend that big blind often enough. Um, and they fold to continuation bets too much. Mm-hmm. They also mm-hmm. continuation bet too. They also continuation bet themselves too much as well, which makes you check raise bluffing pretty powerful so i think i fired off about five or six very yeah that's great that's awesome all right Uh, perfect yeah um yeah but obviously there's big differences this is this is a generalization sometimes you'll get a recreational player like i was in 2011 who played way too many hands and three bet bluff way too much right so there's there's there's, there's, it's a whole spectrum of mistakes that can happen and it's finding (laughs) the best way to counter each mistake and categorizing which mistakes they're making as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've, you play a mix of online and live. Yeah. Um, it, it sounds like you prefer live for the experience. Yeah. Uh, where do, where do you think your biggest skill edge is on the field? Is it online or live? Live for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, the, the, the standard of live poker as well makes a big difference because like, the the thousand pound games here in England, the live thousand pound games, they're about as tough as like a twenty two dollar game online. Mm-hmm. It's crazy the, mm-hmm. the skill difference, um, and it's it's just people with a lot of money having fun a lot of the time, right? Which is which sounds crazy. And it sounds intimidating, especially for someone who's online working hard and grinding out twenty two dollar games, and then someone says, "Yeah, these thousand pound games are the same skill level as these. You would do great in these games," and they're thinking. I want to play that <laughs> thousand bucks. That's yes. Little, like so few people are bankrolled to play a thousand pound game. Yeah. Like realistically. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. And there's, and there's the live tell skill edge and I'm sure plenty of people have talked about it before, but uh, Zachary Elwood's, Elwood's mm. book on uh, reading poker tells is fantastically put together. Uh, he's got a very analytical mind and as a, a former scientist, uh, I, I really like the way he logically approached 
how to get the information from his experiences to the readers. So yeah, highly recommend Zach Elwood's book, Reading Cartels. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, he, he, and it's, it's not like, it's, I don't know, you'll have a, a, a big uh, spectrum of, of people listening here. Some people will be very recreational. Some people will be a bit more seasoned. Pocatels aren't like in rounders where the guy eats an Oreo <laughs> and, he, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he's bluffing or, he's eating, or he doesn't eat the Oreo. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's the guy's pulse is a bit quicker than it was before. That means he's bluffing. He's probably bluffing a little more often. Maybe, but it's different. My pulse might go quick when I'm bluffing. Your pulse might go quick when you have the goods. Yes. Or both might happen and you've got to correlate one action to one to the other, you know. Yeah, that's so, but yeah, Zach Elwood puts it together very, very well. So I'd highly recommend that. Yeah, and he's a big friend of the show too. And that oh, yeah. uh, his his video series as well is phenomenal. Um, I think if you go to rec.poker slash resources, you might even find a, a discount on those. But we're actually going to do a, a walkthrough of his whole video series sometime later this year, like Ooh, one nice. a one video a week going through it and just like talking about it in a group because it is super valuable. Um, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. Um, well, I'll give some folks uh, in the chat here uh, a chance to ask some final questions or if anyone here on the panel wants to get a couple in, I don't want to hog Ian all to myself, but I will. I will. We told <laughs> them we're a, taking the 45 minutes. Yeah, Rob. I have a question. Jump. You hear the name Ian Simpson. There's a couple of other guys that are from Ireland that you automatically associate with Ian Simpson. At least I oh, do. Yeah? Because oh, yeah. the first time I ever heard you was on the chip race of course yeah um now i know you're not with them anymore but i'm curious uh, you said you won the irish open what in 2014 or 2012 is that when you met those two characters is that Um, when your association started because it seems like it would that be a good time to actually make it happen i think we did we went i didn't know them that year i think it was a few years later um that we slowly started bumping into each other more often. Like we all go to the Irish open every year. So, you know, you bump into familiar faces and catch people at the bar and, you know, commiserate over a pint. Um, So yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the year I won that I got to know those two. And then, and then we all signed for my previous company and we all got pretty close then. Uh, So yeah, it was then when we started getting, you know, much closer together. Yeah, those are, they're they're friends. They're friends of the show here. I mean, I like yeah. to think that everyone that comes on the pod is a friend. Of the show. You're going to be a friend of the show this time tomorrow, yes. Ian. You're going to be yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good guys. All right. Well, tell me, um, tell me one thing. We 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 fo- look folks on the positive a lot here, but uh, tell me one thing that you think the poker world needs to or should be doing better or should be doing differently. What's one thing in the poker world that we're just not getting right right now? Uh, Ebony Kennedy, Kenny, um, said it best. Uh, so it's, it's, it's all to do with women in poker. And I mm. don't want to misquote her. Ebony Kenny. Yeah. Take... Tweet, this, this tweet might've been quite a while ago. No, I remember. Yeah. You'll remember. Yeah. It was basically a tweet saying all the negative experiences she's had as a female player. Uh, and I'm very conscious that I'm a guy who's about to talk about females in poker, which isn't ideal. I'm very conscious of that. But the, the we can we can talk to the cows go home about how to attract more women into poker. Um, but that's not a, exactly the approach that should be taken. The approach should be taken would be to to stop these negative experiences that women have at the poker tables. Because the the terrifying thing is that while um, Ebony Kenny wrote this this uh, thread about her negative experiences. I think every woman player could have wrote the exact same thread, mm-hmm. changed the names, changed the dates. Mm-hmm. That's what could have been done different. That that every woman could, you know. So that's something that's 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 probably the worst thing that's in poker right now, and it's a little bit crazy because, you know, like I said earlier, we sit down at a table with eight other people, and you've got you've got you've got people from you know, Israel, you've got people from Spain, you've got people who, for all different ethnicities and religions, and there's never been a problem with, I've, I've seen very few problems with that, mm. but all women have these really negative experiences. That's the thing that needs to be stamped out of poker. 
Yep, that's a great answer, Ian. And I think you really hit on one nuanced point at the beginning there, which is yeah. we're all focused on attracting more women to the game, yeah. but retaining women the, who who, right. who are attracted to the game and yeah. come and come and come for a good time and take that chance that we're asking them to take, and then yeah. we, you know, discourage them from sticking around with our negative attitude. Um, that's yeah. I, I yeah. I think that's really yeah. well put. Chris. That's that's always what I think about when I see tweets like like Ebony's is that you know there 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 are women who are going to stick through those experiences, but yeah. how many Ebony's have left the game? Mm-hmm. You know how many yeah. didn't? But, yeah. You know had that one bad experience and then they're just gone. And yeah, they thought why would I why would I come back to my like it's a local card room? They go for a small game and I'm not coming back to this. Why would mm-hmm. why would you? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, any other questions here for our man Ian, new new friend of the show, uh, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> Ben's, Ben's got a tricky one. Uh, Ben's what? asked, "What drew me to sign to eight at eight apart from the paycheck?" Ah, uh, yes, good call. What a pro! Yeah. Checking out the YouTube chat himself. You can tell this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. So, what, what yeah. was it? What was it, Ian? Well, I'd been to a few of their events, and the team were very friendly, very hard-working, kind people. And you, know, it's very, you can say the same for Unibet. Um, the big difference is that it, it's a bigger company. Mm. Um, and it's a brand new challenge for me. Like I, I'd been at Unibet for five years and I've got good friends there and I've got you know, all the nice things I've ever said about Unibet are still true. The, the prospect of a new challenge, fresh, fresh injection of enthusiasm into my stream, um, was the main drive between for me choosing the move. And I didn't take it lightly. I, I agonized on the decision for quite a while, but I thought, yeah, it's t- time for a change, time for new challenges was what drove me to, to, to move. Right on. Well, cause you got, mm-hmm. that's like, you got to enjoy the challenge of these things as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, for sure. we, the, the life EV, uh, the pleasure life EV, EV, of a sure. lot of this stuff, I think yeah. is a real yeah. factor. You only, you only live once, right? I mean, let's, let's enjoy for sure. it. For sure. I mean, it, 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 huge company so the opportunity to work with such a huge company mm-hmm. play such big events is yeah too much to pass up yeah good sure. point well if folks want to follow along or connect with you is there is there one place that uh, you prefer folks reach out is it social or the website or email sure. or come knock on your door uh, twitch is the the place that i'm going to be most active uh, at ian simpson poker twitch.tv slash ian simpson poker uh, and you can find me on instagram and twitter also at Ian Simpson Poker as well. Okay, fantastic. Well, we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes. Um, so thank I just you. want to say again, thank you so much for coming, Ian. This was super fun. I feel like we'd, uh, I feel like we did become friends today, and I can't wait to uh, talk to you again. Well, you'll catch us uh, joining your stream at one point soon, I think, and uh, following along. Right. Yeah, I'm looking forward Appreciate to it. it. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, well, um, all right. Well, John uh, Somsky is going to take us through some home game results. Uh, so I know it's getting kind of late over there, Ian. Um, yep. But uh, you, yeah, you'll you'll be hearing from us, my man. And yeah, thank you again. Sounds good. Take care. Bye, everyone. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. I think we got some fun new uh, new YouTube. Uh, followers as well here. I want to learn more about Dark Angel and Ben and uh, Jay Fleming. I'm not sure who those people are. I'm not used to them being in our YouTube uh, channel every week, but I want to see more of them. Click subscribe, gang. That would help us out a lot. Thank you. (laughs) So, John, what's happening in home game land? Well, you know, we happen to have a few home games last week. It's like it happens every week or something, right? I know. Every week without fail. So on the 23rd, we had Isma Spike, Spike got his or her second day nightly victory for the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wins too much. You're just you you get you've got that name nailed now. It's yeah. like it used to be one of my favorite parts of this whole show. <laughs> like you tried to to is it anyway? Yeah. Well, no. don't worry. I still have plenty of areas full of incompetence <laughs> that are going to bring you joy, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> Graphic 16, Roger Shooting. Roger. Third nightly victory for the yes. year. Marbles Jam, Jefferson Cooperberg right got his second nightly victory for the year. Bruce 54. Bruce oh, got Bruce. his not, uh, second nightly victory for the nice. year. Congrats, now then, Bruce. KB, Doug Berg. 
got his third nightly for the year. Beauty. And Hawsey 8 got mm. his third nightly for the year. And then just to keep on the trend, Hawsey 8, that same night, also won the daily mixed practice event. Whoa. All got right. His first ever daily mixed practice event. Hawsey 8. Way to go. Back to back. Then we have Keck Geek, Mark Kiki, that mm. is uh, Keck Geek Ju- Senior. Senior. Got his second international victory for the year. And Hunter H. 1017, Hunter Hawes, got his <laughs> second international victory for the year. Yeah, oh, I know. Man. I should say 1017, 1017. <laughs> Anything else would have been better, but yeah. Okay. All and right. then for the LPP Sunday event, Kelly at S 1962. Oh, Kelly Stork. 20, Kelly Stork won the LPP <laughs> event so she can contact Jim at rec.poker for her free month at Learn Pro Poker. Actually, I don't think we're going to give Kelly the free month at Learn Pro Poker because she's already too good at poker. And I don't, I think it's not fair to the rest of us if Kelly continues to uh, advance as a player. So sorry, Kelly. We're cutting you off. No more uh, instructional videos for you because we would like to also win some poker tournaments every once in a while. Thank you very much. Uh, But no, seriously, of course, Kelly, please email me, Jim at rec.poker, and I'll send you that free code so you can get a free month of Learn Pro Poker. You're going to love that. And I also just want to make a couple of other small announcements. Uh, First, if for any reason you've had to change your PokerStars username, I do have the ability now to track aliases. Mm. So uh, let me know if you've had to do that. I know there may be some people that need to do it as more areas become ring fenced. Um, Just let me know. And of course, coming up on June 18th is going to be our Heads Up Poker Series at 1 a.m. on Saturday. 1 a.m.? So really, stay up. PM, 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 PM. One in the afternoon (laughs) on Saturday. Uh, And if you win that, you will earn your spot in next year's Marek Madness. That's right. That is a super fun one. Yeah, right. 1 p.m. Central time? Is that what that is? Is that what that is? Okay. Yes. Yes. 1 p.m. Central time Saturday. I'd miss it by like two hours if I... That's right. Logged in at 1 p.m. I guess. Yeah, that's right. In fact, I think it'll be, uh, yeah, one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because we we have the other one. Uh, there's so many home games on Saturdays. It's hard to keep them straight. Yeah. Well, and just remember, because this one is a shootout, there is no late entry. So you have to be sure you sign up before the tournament begins. Because since it's a heads up type of deal, I didn't want people sitting around waiting for right. a late start for those games. So there's no late entry late entry for that event all right that's june 18th one o'clock central uh just confirming that for our folks come and uh, win a seat in uh, marek madness okay now folks uh, i know the guest has left but actually before our youtube friends leave uh, we are going to do a free contest here so anyone who's watching live on youtube if you're interested in winning a copy of Daro carney and barry carter's end game poker strategy then just type the word contest into the chat in YouTube. And this is what we're going to be doing at the end of every show. We're going to be giving a prize, maybe a book from one of our guests, maybe a free month at Rec Poker, uh, maybe some other cool, fun stuff like that. But it's just one of the perks for coming along and uh, being a YouTube subscriber. So you can type in the chat and get involved in the giveaway here. So I'll give some folks a little time to type the word contest into the chat, and then we'll roll a die and see who the lucky winner is going to be. Um, there are a few contests that we could talk about coming up here. If you are watching this live, it's May 30th. You've got one day to become a premium member here at Rec Poker because on June 1st, uh, if you're a free, me- if you're a member, a premium member, we are going to draw your name out of a hat. And one of the premium members here is going to win a free entry into World Series of Poker event number 55, the tag team bracelet event. Uh, so you got to get yourself to Vegas, but if you're there, the good news is you get to play in a bracelet event for free. The bad news is this guy's your partner. So we might have a lot of fun, but we're probably not going to win the tournament. Okay. But we'll have a good time. Someone's got to win it. It could be yes. You never know. Um, so we're going to do that draw live on the air on Thursday this week. 
on Taylor Moss's Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash recpoker at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern's uh, 8 Central. So come join us for the draw live. We're going to draw the winner, and then we'll also draw a few alternates just in case uh, just in case uh, someone can't actually make it down there, which I understand does happen from time to time. But that's one of the fun things that we've got coming up. And it's also, I te- teased it at the top of the show, it's Monday night tonight, starting tomorrow on May 31st, every week, every Tuesday night, nine premium rec poker members are going to be able to play in a free tournament, the winner of whom, the winner of which gets a $50 Amazon gift card. So if you're a premium rec poker member, it's the fun country online play and hang. Go check out the events calendar. It's on the homepage today. You will find a, uh, a link in the forums there to come join the game at 9 p.m. Eastern. It's a free game to enter, nine players. It's a really fun way to play, too. You get your camera and your audio set up so you can chat with the other folks as you beat them and take the $50 prize and do whatever you wish with it. That's one of the great things about this. So, yeah, come turn nothing into a $50 Amazon gift card and have fun with your friends doing it along the way. Uh, let me see. And I guess we just got to tease the running aces weekend. This is rec poker weekend at running aces, June, Friday, June 24th, Saturday, June 25th. There's a series of poker tournaments happening, morning tournaments, evening tournaments, knockout tournaments. Uh, there's going to be a point series for who makes the final table of each tournament. And then not only will there be uh the normal tournament payouts as well. We're going to do some bomb pots. There's going to be some prizes for the player of the series. There's going to be a lot of fun going on down there. Um, I'll be there. A lot of the rec poker members will be there if they're not already down in uh, Vegas, getting ready for the seniors or the tag team themselves. So I'd encourage everyone to come out to running aces, hotel, racetrack and casino. Uh, There's a Friday morning tournament, a Friday night tournament, a Saturday morning tournament. And we'll also be having some fun uh, social activities around there at the same time. So don't miss out on that. And then, of course, if you are in Vegas for the tag team event on Monday, the 22nd, uh, on Monday, the 27th um, at 10 a.m., we're all going to have a little rec poker meetup. If you're in Vegas on Monday, the 27th at 10 a.m., come on over. Uh, We'll find somewhere near Bally's Grand Ballroom, a coffee house or a, a pizza spot or something like that. And uh, or get a creperie or something, or a right? creperie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you never know. It's the first year it's going to be down there. So I've got Kev Math laying the groundwork, going and uh, looking around, seeing where the right place is going to be. Chris, are you are you a creperie guy? Is that? Nah, I mean, I just know they've got one of those in the Paris or whatever. <laughs> okay. So that makes sense. It would be in the Paris, wouldn't it? <laughs> so that'll be a lot of fun. So if you're in Vegas on uh, if you're in Vegas on the 27th. Come on down and hang out with the Rec Poker crowd. Uh, we'll put some more details out on exactly where that'll be as we get closer. But it is coming. All right. So I see we've got a few people that have typed the word contest in. So I'm going to roll a die here. And then in the order, so uh, starting with Woody and working down from there, we'll see who the winner is going to be. Let's see. Rolling the die. It is Dark Angel 7091. All right. Dark Angel. So send me an email, my man, uh, jim at rec.poker, and I will make sure that you get the code so you get to enjoy uh, your copy of Dario Carney and Barry Carter's Endgame Poker uh, Strategy. And it, I mean, it's a banger. And not only is it a banger, but we are currently reviewing it in our book study that Rob runs here every two weeks, chapter by chapter, going through it with our group. Um, so you can catch up on all those uh all those videos of previous sessions, if you're so inclined. Um, Rob, what are we up to now in in uh, that book study? I think is a chapter three coming up this week. Well, yeah. Um, tomorrow or Wednesday, I should say, this will be after. Actually, this podcast will come out audio wise after that. But right on Wednesday, we are going to finish up chapter three and probably dive into start diving into chapter four. Hmm. So we got about halfway through chapter three in our second session. So we'll finish up chapter three and then uh, dive right into chapter four. Nice. We're just going as far as we can in approximately an hour each time. So we don't yeah. want to, you know, we could sit there all night. We could probably go three, four hours if we really <laughs> felt like it. But we want to try to keep it to, you know, contained to about an hour. So wherever we end up, we end up. So if somebody wanted to jump in. Uh, I would suggest reading through chapter four, at least. 
And then you'd be caught up with where we're going to be. And then we'll be discussing, like I say, chapter three and four on Wednesday. So. Right on. And if you do want to catch up, we record the sessions. They're in the Rec Poker video archive. Um, so you can go and check those out. You can look at Rob's uh, notes and slides that he puts together for every session. It's a great way to uh, help yourself learn the subject material in these books because some of it can be a little uh, can be a little hard to take on on your own. Yeah, what's great about it is that everybody that comes has their own, um, you know, aha moments as they mm. go through different chapters or different different segments of the book. They come up with something that they're thinking about that you didn't. So it really, it really adds a lot to the learning process to get everybody else's aha moments and things that they pulled out of it. Instead of just sitting there by yourself in a in an armchair reading the book. Yep. Now you've got a lot of feedback with a lot of different viewpoints and a lot of different uh, ideas. So it's a great way to learn. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It makes a big difference. And, and even just having other people question things that you might not question, uh, that, that makes yep. a big difference too. Yep. So, uh, and folks, it does, you don't have to be a premium member to uh, participate in some of our rec poker things. Subscribe to the YouTube channel for free. Keep listening to the podcast. Uh, join our Discord. Uh, if you go to rec.poker right now and get a free account, all it takes is an email address and a smile, and it gets you access to the forums, the groups, a lot of our social and community events, um, a lot of the ways that we connect with each other and share our love of poker with each other. So um, it, a lot of that is perfectly free and fun. So I'd encourage everyone to go and check that out. Um, Chris, we'll talk a little just about the uh, next theme of the month coming up is going to be sea uh, betting in position. That's the theme in June. And so we've got a deep dive that's going to launch in the next couple of days and go out on that one of our structured learning events. And um, we're looking at sea betting out of position in July. Uh, and then, uh, well, that's as far as we'll get right now. We do have some other exciting topics uh, to come as we go. But um, Chris is working tirelessly behind the scenes, putting uh, most of our learning content together. So, uh, Chris, first of all, hats off to you for what you've been putting into that and the site. And uh, you're being too you're being too uh, modest about it, but it's really impressive what you're doing there. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to this uh, subject. I think it's the uh, uh, something. Uh, I mean, Ian mentioned it in the interview, right? That yeah. That I think uh, recreational players, um, you know, they they understand instinctively that they're supposed to see bet, but they do it often wrong, right? They do it too much or too little or in the wrong spot. Um, and so we're really gonna uh, spend some time talking about how how to, how to really evaluate your sense of sea betting, other than you should do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, because it seems like it's always a good idea, but it's. This this lesson I thought uh, was more about was less about learning when to see bet and more about learning when not to see bet and mm-hmm. what are the factors that should cause you to perhaps take a check line instead or or save it for a different street. So I thought that was really really insightful. All right, well, uh, thank you so much to everyone who was joining us in the uh, YouTube chat, and of course I got to thank uh, Ian Simpson for being such a fun guest. That was a really good time. Um, the Running Aces Hotel, Racetrack, and Casino on Website Amp. And, of course, Chris, Rob, and John joining me here on The Wrecking Crew. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to do a damn thing of this on my own. So uh, thank you all, and thank you, the listeners. I'll see you again next week.